<sighs> Welcome back to Finding New Films. My name is Hunter Harris. I'm the host of the show. I'm back with uh, who was originally supposed to be the full-time <laughs> host, but until he dipped out. No, I'm joking. Uh, Salutations, everyone. He's back, though, again. Yeah. And he picked this time. Um, so, we watched that movie. <laughs> Because that's what the pod, that's the whole point of the podcast. That is what we do. Yeah, that is what Finding New Films is, uh, for anyone who didn't know. Um, if you don't know, now you know, people. <clears throat> yeah, I was not going to finish that one. Uh, it's a good song. It's a very good song. Rest in peace. Um, He's dead. Anyway, uh, we're going to... It really sucks for his mother. (laughs) Yeah, it really... No, it really does. You're very right about that. I don't even know if she's still alive, but... Yeah, I... I don't know if he died before she did. Yeah, I don't know either, but... She has rest in peace to her as well. Rest in peace to her. But is she still living? Uh, Good health. And she's rich. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Uh, I mean, cutthroat business. Uh, anyway, we're here to talk about Into the Wild. Uh, Daniel picked Into the Wild. What was your inspiration behind <laughs> the pick for Into the Wild? Uh, so, my inspiration for the pick was I had told one of my coworkers, Derek, shout out Derek Alexander. You might watch this. He told me to shout him out. Derek, this is me shouting him out. Um, I was telling Derek about, you know, the podcast and, like, the point of it. And he was like, ooh, you guys should watch this movie. And it was Into the Wild. And I'm like, okay, why should we? And he's like, it's just a really good movie. And he enjoyed it. And I think at the time, maybe he had just watched it, like, recently. So he's like, hey, you should watch this. So shout out Derek once again. And we had watched Into the Wild Good, good, good recommendation, Derek. Am I, am I, am, am, am I a big for taking suggestions? No. Okay. Um, am I ruining the essence of the podcast? You're ruining kayfabe. No, I don't. I don't it does not matter to me. Uh, like, behind the scenes details. Oh. Wrestlers called, like, the behind the scenes business kayfabe. What does that mean? It's What's just, I don't know. Okay. I don't know off the top of my head, and I'd have to look it up. I'll have the definition of kayfabe on next week's episode. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we're just going to jump into the credits, <clears throat> um, because we were filming this on a Monday, and it is 9 o'clock, and the Brooklyn Nets are currently tied with the 76ers. Oh, that was a beautiful pass. I missed! Uh, oh, the Sixers Sorry. are gaining a lot of momentum. When you're honest. basketball fans, so when when you're uh, basketball fans, when you're when yeah when you're right when, yeah yeah Sorry. yeah when you're <clears throat> when you're watching basketball and filming. Hey, we just hit a three. See? Anyway, uh, runtime of Into the Wild. Sorry, Into the Wild was released in. <laughs> Uh, That's the runtime right there. Long as fuck. 
fuck? Um, Into the Wild was released in 2007. Uh, Runtime of 148 minutes, around 2 hours 34. Um, the author uh, of Into the Wild is John Krokauer, the author of the book that inspired the film. Uh, the writer of the film is Sean Penn. The director of the film was Sean Penn, edited by Jay Cassidy. Uh, the score was done by Michael Brook, Kaki King, and uh, music was done by uh, Eddie Fetter. Kaki King. <laughs> the camera was done by Eric Godier, and the star of the film was Emile Hirsch. Um, the plot is as follows. It's kind of lengthy, so stick with me. Um, laid off the beer for this one, so I'll be able to read this time. Okay, let's go. The time is April 1992. Christopher McCandless arrives in a remote area called Healy, just north of Denali National Park and Preserve in Alaska. Noting McCandless's unpreparedness, the man who drops him off gives him uh, gumboots. McCandless sets up camp in an abandoned city bus that he calls the Magic Bus. He is content with the isolation, the beauty of nature, and the thrill of living off the land. He hunts with a twenty-two caliber, reads books, and keeps a journal as he prepares his new life into the wild. Flashback! In May, in May 1990, uh, McCandless graduates with high honors from Emory University. He is disenchanted with modern society after discovering he and his sister Kareen were born out of wedlock. McCandless destroys his credit cards and identification, donates his life savings to Oxfam, and sets out on a cross-country during uh, drive during his... Sorry. Sets out on a cross-country drive during his, in his Datsun... 2010 to experience life in the wilderness he does not tell his parents nor kareen what he is doing or where he is going uh does not contact them after his departure this causes his parents to become increasingly anxious at lake mead mccandless's car is caught in a flash flood he abandons it and begins hitchhiking burning what remains of his cash he assumes the name alexander supertramp uh, in Northern California, McCandless encounters hippie, a hippie couple in Jan and Rainey. Rainey tells him his relationship with Jan is failing, which McCandless helps rekindle. Uh, in September, McCandless arrives in Carthage, South Dakota, and works for a contract harvesting company owned by Wayne Westerberg. He leaves after Westerberg is arrested for satellite piracy. Uh, McCandless kayaks down a Colorado River, and though told by park rangers he may not do so without a license, ignores their warnings, and goes downriver into Mexico. His kayak is lost in a dust storm, and he crosses back into the United States on foot. Unable to hitch a ride, he jumps on a freight train to Los Angeles not long after arriving. However, he starts feeling corrupted by modern society and leaves. He is forced to resume uh, hitchhiking when railroad police catch and beat the ever-living shit out of him. Uh, in December... I didn't say that, but they, they beat, beat the, the fucking shit out of, shit out of him. Uh, in December 1991, McCandless arrives at Slab City in the Imperial Valley and encounters Jan and Rainey again. He also meets Tracy Tatro, a girl who uh, shows interest in him, but he turns her down because she is a minor. Thank God. Uh, after the holidays, McCandless continues heading for Alaska. One month later... Camping near Salton City, McCandless meets Ron Franz, a retired widower who lost his family in a car accident when he was serving in the United States Army. He leads a lonely life in a workshop as a leather worker. 
Franz teaches McCandless letter work, resulting in the making of a belt detailing his travels. After two months with Franz, McCandless decides to leave for Alaska. Franz gives McCandless his old camping and travel gear, along with an offer to adopt him as his grandchild. McCandless tells him that they should discuss it after he returns from Alaska. Four months later, at the abandoned bus, life for McCandless becomes harder, and he makes several poor decisions. Trying to live off the land, he hunts down a... A uh, large moose with his rifle, but cannot preserve the meat and spoils within days. Uh, as his, his one, sorry, <laughs> as his supply dwindles, he realizes that nature can be harsh. McCandless concludes that true happiness can only be found when shared with others. He seeks to return from the wild to his friends and family. However, he finds that the stream he crossed during the winter has become wide, deep, and violent due to the thaw, and he is unable to cross. Defeated, he returns to the bus. In a desperate act, McCandless gathers and eats roots and plants. He confuses similar plants and eats a poisonous one, falling sick as a result. Slowly dying, he continues to document his process of self-realization and imagines what it might have been like had he managed to return to his family. He writes a farewell note to the world and crawls into a sleeping bag to die. Two weeks later, moose hunters find his body, and shortly afterwards, Corrine returns to her Virginia with her brother's ashes in her backpack. And that uh, was Into the Wild. Um, obviously, those never do the movie justice, but that is just a skeleton for anyone who may not have seen it. Who was the, uh, <clears throat> say, who was the old guy who was like, yeah, I'm going to adopt you? Who was that? Like, actor? No, no, like, oh, I just can't just... remember, like, who. He was just like, I want to adopt you. Just a dude that he met. They were hanging out. Okay. Yeah. How long is he with that guy? I gotta assume long enough to want to adopt him as his grandchild. Yeah, I also said that. My man was 23. He was a grown ass man at that point. Yeah, I I don't know. I I guess it is making that out to be like that guy's like 80 or something or 70. Also, his car, it was called a whatever 2010. That's what it's called. It's a Datsun 2010. It's called a Datsun 2010? D-A-T-S-U-N. Datsun. It's, it's a... 2010. Sorry, not a 2010. A 210. A 210. Sorry. It's Datsun 210. Two I was like, that was cool. Yeah, no. This is not cool. Um, so since it was suggested to me by Derek, as I said, he told me about it. He told me, like, the synopsis, basically. And I, uh, he pretty much, basically what he told me was just like, oh, it's about this guy. And he was like, he abandoned society and, like, moved into a bus. Like, that's what he told me because he didn't want to tell me the movie, obviously. He was like, he just figures out, he's trying to figure out how to live in the bus. And like he didn't tell me anything else like about him dying, da, 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 but essentially what he told me. And I was like, oh, okay, like that's cool. And then I went, I was going just watch the trailer. So I watched the trailer, which like, you know, pretty much tells you the same thing. And then, um, uh, yeah, that was about it. Like my initial thoughts. And then I'm not gonna lie, like since I've watched it, can I share how I really feel like, <laughs> like how like about the movie? I personally just feel like 
he was stupid. <laughs> like, not in, like, a, like I get, I, tr- I totally understand wanting to, like, you know, get away from society and, like, do more. And, like, he probably seemed like he felt like he had a bigger purpose type of thing. Yeah. Like, I understand that. But the way he went about it was just so flawed and just yeah. not carried out well at all. And, like, how could it be? You're fucking 23 years old and, like, you're doing it. But it's, like, it was just so weird to me because he's, like, okay, he graduated college. Clearly, he's, him and his family are pretty well off. They're, like, hey, you want to get your new car? Yada, yada, yada. Like, he had it pretty much set up to, like, succeed in life after leaving college. And then, like, he has a, I guess, an epiphany of, like, oh, I, you know, I need to be better or whatever. I would fucking know. Whatever he, the thought process was there, and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to go. And it's like, what? I don't know. Just the whole, yeah. like, that concept of that really just, like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, yes, that's cool, I guess, but at least be, like, prepared for that. He's more just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm out. And had no plan whatsoever. He said, I'm going to go to Alaska. How do I get there? I don't know. I'm going to do this and that. How do I survive by myself in the wilderness with no one helping me and I have no survival skills? I don't know. But I'm going to do it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Very, very much an inspiring mindset, but very much not a good look as far as like the way it was executed. But yeah. I agree. That's how I thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree with that. And. I mean, I think even if you were talking to him, you know, in the end of the near the end of it, I'm pretty sure he would have felt the same way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he definitely. Would. I don't think it was really lost on him that it was a bad idea or it wasn't a great idea. I just don't think he really like you know. This is there's a lot of movies that portray nihilism. And then they portray, like, oh, it's going to be, like, this big disaster, um, you know, this big crescendo, um, Mm. this big happening, you know. Like a movie like Taxi Driver or Uncut Gems or Uncut Gems or, you know, like most Martin Scorsese. He saved it. Most Martin Scorsese movies, you know, where it's just going to end in this... Well, I guess not Martin Scorsese, but Tarantino for sure, where it's like going to end in this big uh, awakening and then something violent is going to happen or something really, really tragic um, in action filled is going to happen. Um, But this movie takes that idea and presents it in a super calm and and just self-reflective way. One thing I will say about it, it, it was very good as far as, like, going on. That makes sense. I don't know the right phrase to use, but just, like, from the beginning to the end, it was just, like, a continuous... <clears throat> you felt like you were just sailing along with Yeah. Basically. Yeah. This man, his parents offered him a brand new car, and he was like, nah, I don't want that. Yeah. I can, yeah. I can... Well, especially if he's just, like... If he's like, hey, I want to go to law school, and they're like, we want to get you a new car. And it's like, can you just pay for law school? <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just told you I wanted to go to law school, and I just feel like you're not really listening to what I'm saying. Yeah. And you want me to look a certain way. 
And I, I can agree with his it. parents seem very. Yes. I mean, I don't know the story, even though it's real. His parents seem very like pompous. Yeah. Which I mean, that's what happens when you're a small business owner. Um. Anyway. <laughs> that's uh, successful. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, I like the opening quote um, that was presented on the screen. I love not the man less, but nature more. Um, the intro slash prelude was pretty cool, where he was writing his journal entry you know, and it was like appearing on the screen. Yeah, and that was that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, like how he, he was like narrating it. Yeah. Um, I fucks with that. <laughs> I fucks with that heavy. That <laughs> was fucking tight as shit. Um. And then him falling down as right as he got the boots on. <laughs> that was pretty fucking funny. That was pretty funny. Um, I was like, here's your waiting boots. And he's like, oh, okay. Whoa! What did he say to him? He was like, he gave him the boots, but he was like, if you make it something, he was like, call me or something. If this wasn't a true story, I, you could put Benny Hill on um, on this. Like, the... Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. Like or like circus music on it of mm-hmm. him like failing, you know, in the oh like a couple of times, you know what I mean? Yeah, and just play that as a compilation. Excuse me, I just like can't get over. It's I can't get over the stupidity of it all. Yeah, like I, I, I genuinely, especially being like as smart as they presented him, it's like I could never, and like I'm not stupid, but I could never be like like I could never just pick up. And be like, hey, I'm about to go wherever the fuck and figure out how to survive. Like, some people might be able to do that. I just, I personally don't have that in me. Like, well, it'd be one know. thing, you know, if you did it. I mean, he's, he wrote a $16,000 check to Oxfam. You know, he was like, this is my life savings. Dude could have had $16,000 while he was, you know, nomading and stuff. And then burned <laughs> yeah. all that cash, too. God knows how much cash that was. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I mean, like, so it wasn't, and, like, so that kind of just leads more into, like, the idea, he was, he was a nihilist, it leads into the idea that he was a nihilist, and he, you know, obviously, but some people, I mean, there's, like, an idea that, I guess not an idea, it's very heavily, you know, uh, what is the word, fuck, what is the word, is very heavenly put forth in the movie that he, um, that he loves, like, Henry David Thoreau and, like, Leo Tolstoy and guys who Very well-versed guy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you mentioned his parents were pretentious. I mean, and, and those authors often get the, the, the tag that they're pretentious themselves. So it's pretty funny. Um, I and like I also thought, I also think he's also kind of pretentious. Oh, you know sure. what I mean? Um, I felt like he felt like he was like, in a way, I, I, I'm just kind of like thinking too much about it. In a way, I felt like he felt like he was like, he's doing the world a favor or and something. He, was, by, he thought he was smarter than yeah, and, yeah. It was, yeah. Just, it was weird, you know. But yeah. it, it seems that's how it kind of came off, right? It's like, oh, you guys need all these material. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, guys. 
Okie dokie. Society! Mm. You remember that part? Yeah. Like society! Society, you know? Society! They just start screaming, society. Uh, that was pretty cringy, honestly. Okay. Um, society, yeah. Everybody's looking at him. <laughs> what the fuck? What are y'all doing? I got Go Braves as my next uh, note here. Um, I liked all the nature shots. It was really well shot. Um <laughs> By Olivia, uh, Eric Gautier, the guy on this thingy right here. Um, then society, society, dude. Uh, yeah, burning money just doesn't make sense. The less I feel uh, this becomes about freedom, and the more I feel it just becomes about like what to do in order to die, <laughs> like. What this dude, this dude took a thousand ways to die at the show, and was like, "Here's like 19. Um, but yeah, uh, we already talked about that, so no need to go there. Was um, he car when he was carving the wood? Yeah, that was in the bus. Like was I just in the bus or he? Yeah, he like brought them into the bus, or he found them in the bus. I think mm. either one. Mm. Um. I liked his straw hat look. That was pretty nice. <laughs> I liked Rainy and Jan as characters. I thought they were pretty cool. I thought they were pretty cool as well. I thought they were just like really nice, like hippie characters. And was that? I feel I'm blanking right now. But was he? Was he? Were the, was that the couple he met on the beach originally when he yes. was? That was them. Okay. Yes. Like she like was naked and hood. Was that them? Those those yeah, are different yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, like the when he when he was frozen when he like when the border patrol not border patrol when the coast guard people were after him. Oh yeah, no, remember? Those yeah, those people. are different people. Yeah, those are okay. just two Danish people. Yeah, on the beach or whatever. On yeah, the, whatever. Okay, the that's what I thought. Danish. <laughs> yeah, they were so happy to see. Yeah, they they're very Danish. <laughs> they're so happy. They were the most Danish. It was people. that part was so funny to me because like she had her titties out and he goes she goes to hug him. And he's like, <laughs> you can tell he's like, <laughs> like he just looks up he's like, like okay. are you good with this, bro? <laughs> and then he Am I about to get in a fight? It was just really funny because he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, he he looked at his his friend like my or her boyfriend. It's like, am I am I gonna fight you right now or are we good? I love that he just like said, for, oh, didn't he go to try to get? Did he try to? Yeah, he went to try to get a permit, right? Yeah, to go across the river or whatever, and I like. What did, what did they tell him? They were like... It would take months. It was a whole bunch of applicants. <laughs> that was another part where it was just like, oh my god, how pretentious is this Dude, fucker? yeah, right? Oh my god. Where it was just like, you know... And I and I just want to throw it out there. Full sympathy and empathy for to his family and to him for his death and everything. You know, I don't, I don't want to sit here and be like, yeah, I was fucking dumb, he fucking deserved it. I don't want it to come off like that because that's not how I feel. Uh, but I, that's not how I feel. I mean, you know, I don't fully feel like that. But a he's just like, does. you know, it's just a guy who was lost, and then his the people that were closest to him who did like just kind of failed him, and then he didn't have a lot of friends. So yeah, he definitely should have had a better. Uh, yeah, like he didn't have a great support, support system, system, and then uh, you know the people that he did care about, he realized that like. The one guy that he looked up to, 
in a, in a, in a, I want to say in a way, like his dad was just like, oh, I was born out of wedlock. Well, and then he was born out of wedlock, so he's like, what, well, what, well, what is, but yeah. His sister seemed to be, you know, loving. Yeah. Like she was the, why did they choose her? Why was she the other narrator? Um, I think she was like, I think that was how the book was written, maybe. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Like on her account? Yeah. It's been like a year since he's been gone. Yeah. I enjoyed her part. I really enjoyed her. I liked. I really enjoyed how the voiceover was written. It was written really well. Mm-hmm. I will. I agree. I thought that really tied the whole movie together. The music was really nice too. Then when he just had a crazy album, he should have, but he didn't get it. Um, but yeah, the music was really nice. Eddie Vedder did a really good job. The uh, lead singer of Pearl Jam. Um, <laughs> Shout out Pearl Jam. Shout out Pearl Jam. Uh, anyway, uh, good music there. It had some mandolin in the in the score. That was cool. Uh, just really nice. I mean, it, it just really accentuated the whole vibe. And then the music, like the original music that they made for the movie, was good. That was Eddie Vedder's part. But then the the score that was done by um, Michael Brook was really, really nice. Um, it just really played really well. Um, then I got the sprinkler shots when he was shaving was funny. That was just like a, a passing thing, but that, mm-hmm. I thought that was really funny. Um, and I have the, my next two notes are Vince Vaughn. And Zach Galifianakis. Um, oh yeah. And then Zach Galifianakis actually had a pretty um, intricate, like Midwest accent uh, that he threw on for this movie. What's the girl's name? The Kristen Stewart. That's She's the Twilight chick, right? Yeah. That part was funny just because. That was actually was before talking. Twilight. I want to say. It definitely was. Yeah. Was it? I never seen Twilight. But, um, that part was funny to me just because, like, uh, what's the dude's name? Who's with his girlfriend or whatever? Uh, Jan and Rainey. Yeah, Jan. His name was Jan? Uh, Rainey. His name was Rainey. When he was like, oh, like, why haven't you gone to talk to her? And then, like, he goes, bro, that shit was crazy when he went, like, when he went to go talk to her and, like, she took her pants off and basically, like, you know, saying, come fuck me. And he's like, (laughs) what? That sh- that right there, like he was, you know, very smart. He's like, "How old are you?" She's like, <laughs> "She lied twice before she actually told the truth." Yeah, and she eventually was like, "Yeah, I'm 16." He's like, "Jesus." It's only one of the only places where I actually respected this guy at the end of the movie. Where I'm mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god!" Thank He's like, "You, you want to do something together?" Then they, then the next scene is like them on the like him playing or no. the guitar. No, please, no, <laughs> no, no. Yo, yeah. was he not he? Uh, I think this was actually... Jane? Jane? Yeah. Was she trying to fuck him? Uh, I couldn't tell. It seemed like it to me. I was there was... The, I think it was insinuated because there was that one was part where Jan walks up to Rainy and she goes, he just reminds me of... And, he, and, and Rainy was like, yeah, I know. 
So I think it was insinuated that he reminded her of him. Mm-hmm. And that she, like, kind of had, like, a thing for him. Mm-hmm. Or, like, how he used to be, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a younger version. I like that I leave a lot of that up to, like, interpretation, though, because I wouldn't really like that spelled out. It's like, oh, Jan wants to fuck, because in, 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 in but you're the, and in, that would be, <laughs> that would be convoluted, and that would just be annoying. Yeah, but, I agree. Uh, we're going to take a break real quick. Um, and we'll go be right back. Um, so yeah, just stick with it. Fuck you. Hey. Welcome back to Finding New Films. You're just watching the second part. If you've made it thirty minutes in, you know where you are. Um, I think you're fucking ugly. Maybe you're still here. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, that only goes out to the people watching us, not to the people listening on audio only. <laughs> Hey, you gotta be real ugly if you just listening. Damn, I'm just wild. saying, bro. You don't even want your face. You don't even want to look at your own reflection in the, in the hey, small listen. parts of black. You when can't it, all be pretty now. In the one second that, uh, in like the point three seconds where it goes to black, and then we cut to part <laughs> two, and you see your own reflection in your phone screen. You're so ugly. You don't want to oh see God. that. So you just have your phone in your pocket. No, ugly gotta be to be that ugly that fast. Yeah. That you're just, like, immediately sad when you see yourself in the little black part of your phone when it's reflecting back at you and there's darkness. So they just listen to us and they have this in their pocket. Anyway. anyway. Yeah. Don't be that ugly. Anyway. Please don't um, be that ugly. But if you are, that's okay, too. Vince Vaughn got taken away by a lot of FBI agents. I love that when they pulled up, he knew exactly what it was. Yeah, he's like, all right. You, all you right. know what I thought at first? Well, at, like, at first when I saw them, I thought they had found him. Uh, they had found okay. Chris. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that, I, I literally, that's the first thought I had. I was like, oh, they found him. Right. And then, like, his character, what was his name? Uh, Vince Vaughn? I have no clue. Me either. Uh, yeah, I just love how they didn't, like, I guess they didn't have to, but they didn't, like, expand on that at all. <laughs> like, it yeah. was just, like, It I said it in this, um, it said he was doing satellite fraud, I think. What's that? I have no idea. I, I, there was probably something in the movie. I, just I, that he knew I exactly did what not it was. catch on to. What and he's like Vince telling Vaughn Chris what to do doing. while he's getting put in the car. Yeah, it's like go south. But um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, that Vince Vaughn got taken away by like thirty, um, like thirty agents. That was pretty fun. Um, yeah, that was pretty. The fun. point about his dad having another family causes Alex to dissociate, believing that his love was a lie, oh, yeah. considering it was easy for him to leave his other son by. That was that, that was the one point I remembered to write that down because I wanted to talk about this. I, the point about his dad having another family causes mm-hmm. Alex to dissociate uh, the love that his dad gave him his whole life because he just thought, he sat there and he thought about it and he said... It was so fucking easy for him to just fucking up and go to some different family. What if shit just went south in our family and he did it to us? Like, what if we were two? Oh. What if we were two, three fuck ups away from being his old family, and he just dips on us, and we're nothing and garbage to him? Does he really love us? That's my whole thing. Like, that's that that, that I wrote that down because I really wanted to talk about that because that's such a deep 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 subject to touch and to be able to hit it so flawlessly in this movie 
I thought it was a great touch by uh, one the author of the book, the writer of the movie, oh, okay. and the director of the movie. That was incredible. Um, that was lost on me until I had that note, and I'm very good job to past Hunter for writing that note down because you did a good job. Um, good job, Hunter. Yeah, good job, Hunter, from a few I'm days ago. You. Thanks, man. Except from a what? From a f- Hunter from uh, last Thursday. Years ago. But, um, you actually years ago, you liar. Sorry, I'm taking a B-reel. I was like, please um, don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, forgot shout, about B-reel. Shout out to B-reel, bro. Um, fucking deleted it. Next, my next thing is talking about the Danish people. That was, they were very accurately portrayed. Um, whale! <laughs> I don't. I I didn't know a Danish person when I was in high school. He was on our soccer team, actually. Really? Yeah, his name was his name was Ludwig. Yeah, I met him a few times. We weren't friends, but I uh, I said Ludwig. You said his name? Yeah. Ludwig. Ludwig. Dude, shout out Ludwig. Ludwig. Yeah. Um, I have whale on here. I guess there was a whale in the movie. Do you remember a whale being in the movie? Alrighty, well, there. I don't know why that's on there. I just have whale exclamation point. Did they go to the ocean? I mean, if you put it, there was definitely a whale. I just don't remember. Hmm. Anyway. I don't remember there being a whale at all. Bad job from past Hunter on that one. I mean, there probably was a whale. Um, like, you would have just said that. I, you know, yeah, no, I, I, I probably should have expanded on Whale. Yeah, you definitely should um, I thought the direction mixed with the way the movie was edited was really interesting. I thought it made the movie not boring. <laughs> I feel like the movie could have very easily been very boring and could have been very slow had it not been edited and directed as well as it is. And that really... Um, you know, goes to show that this movie was made by people who had a real vision for what they wanted to do. and That's a fact. Um, they definitely had a good formula. And just like in the subtle scenes, like the, the scenes with him on the train car where he's just like sitting there or it's just showing the town and then it cuts two times and then he's sitting there and he's like, his face is in the bottom corner of the screen and stuff. Just all the framing, everything, Dude. the way that they, they, the way that they captured roaming, they did a really good. This movie is like master classic catching like roaming. Dude, you have said it, but like, bro, that dude beat the shit out of him. Yes. When he caught him on the train. Yes. I mean, like at that point, I'd rather get arrested. Yeah, for real. Just take like, me to jail, bro. Shit. I don't give a hell. Like, Beat the shit out of him, and he's like, whatever he says, like, I don't want to see you again. Or he was like, next time I see you, I'll kill you. Yeah, if he wasn't like, nihilistic damn. before that, goddamn. Bro, he um, beat the hell out of him. And that, then, I mean, you know, and you think about that, too. That's like one of the last things that happened to him before he actually got to Alaska, too. It's mm-hmm. like getting the ever living shit beat out of him. So, like, when he's doing all that stuff in the woods, I mean, he could be like limited because, like, he may have broken ribs and shit. You know what I also wondered? It was night. It was the nineties. Yeah. So it was ninety two. So we're not talking about like the sixties, seventies, even the eighties. It was the nineties. Yeah. And like, he goes missing mm-hmm. for like how long? Like it was a year plus. It was like yeah. two years or something. Yeah, something like that. Like how? Even though he's like obviously like far as fuck at this point. Yeah. Like how? Like 
I don't see how he never, I guess, like, got caught because he didn't do anything wrong, but how he never got, like, found, ever. I mean, Consider, I like, know, see, like, I get, like, 92 was a long time ago, and, like, you know, technology, blah, 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 but, like, even then, 92 wasn't, yeah, it's not like it was, like, ancient. You ever been in Walmart and seen that board of flyers? It's like... Well, there's I, people that have been I've, missing since, like, the 70s. Exactly, dude. It's crazy. It's like people have been missing since the 90s, and they still haven't been found. It's like... Yeah, that's know, true. They're probably dead. Probably. I'm sorry to say that, but... Bro, I saw one the other day. Sorry to cut you off. Bro, I was like... Not, not saying you shouldn't look for your child. Yeah. But, bro, there was one... It was a dude. Mm-hmm. Is a, sorry, cut off. Tangent. But yeah, this. It was a dude. It was like a grown man at this point. It, I think it's he had went missing in like. I think it was like eighty five. Right. But when he went missing, he was like four years old. And then it showed the picture next to him was like, oh, what he would look like now in twenty twenty three. And I'm like, bro, he probably did. Like I'm like not like I hate to be that guy, but like what the fuck? First of all, even if you were to see him, you don't even know that's him. If he went missing at four, you don't know what the fuck he looks like. If he's not dead, that's not his name anymore. Like yeah. uh, like say whoever like his parent whoever like if you if you see him, you literally aren't gonna know. Like you see a four year old picture of him. If you haven't seen him since he was four, you do not know what he looks like at forty five now. Like you don't know right. what the hell he looks like. I don't know. It's just more just like. <laughs> What? Yeah. But also, I do not have children, and if I did, I wouldn't want them to go missing, and I want to look for them, so just putting that out there, but, like, that just threw me off. I'm like, he went missing at four in, like, 1985. It's 2023. What makes you think he is about to show up? It's over, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah. But, yes, it is over. The... Domestic violence seems pretty rough between the mom and the dad. That was Ooh, yes. not fun to watch. I have this note right here that is a lot more cheery than the last one. Uh, if this movie was made in 2017, the lead character of this movie would have been Logan Lerman. Um, I'll, I'll put him up on the screen. Shout out Logan Lerman. But uh, do, you, do you have something there? Um, let me see. I did blank. Uh, <laughs> I do, I do, or I did appreciate like all the, all like the subtle insights we got to like how he was coping with everything, from like the you know carving on the thing in the bus and his words being put across the screen when they read. He made a journal entry. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but was there any point in the movie that he mentions, like, missing his family? Um, yeah, like, when he's about to die, I think. Oh. Like, there, he has, like, visions of, like, seeing his family and stuff, but I don't... So I don't... when he ate the poisonous shit, is that um, what killed him? Uh, yeah, 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 he was, he, but, you know, I mean, you see it in the movie, but, you know, he's foraging around on the book, on the ground with all those, um, plants, and he mistakes one plant for another, and he eats something poisonous. Okay, oh, yeah, and then he realizes that in the bus. Yeah, he, he's like, he's like, wait, wait, what did I eat? No, 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 and then he, yeah. 
Then he starts doubting. So. so that's another thing. Like I hate to say this again, but like, bro, the unpreparedness and the lack of knowledge to go and do something like that is insane. I will agree. Like it's such a, it's such a like. I appreciate the confidence, but bro. Like, no. I couldn't get it up on the screen, so I'm just going to show Daniel a reference of Logan Lerman. If you don't know Logan Lerman, just look it up. I've never seen him, but okay. Why would it be him? Oh, it's just the main character. Same vibe, same look. Uh, just... just so he doesn't lie to the audience, it was a butt. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed him hardcore porn. <laughs> Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you're like, oh. Why do you think Logan hit him? You're like, oh, Logan Lerman. <laughs> uh, no. Shut up, um, Logan Lerman. <laughs> it was actually Logan Lerman. Anyway. Uh, bro quit BK because they asked him to put socks on. Um, bro. That <laughs> shit was so funny. She's like, yeah, you know, you're doing really good. Da-da-da, I know you're learning. But you gotta wear socks. And he's like, Please. Why wasn't my man even wearing <laughs> shoes? Like, he wasn't even wearing shoes. Yeah, he was. He was wearing loafers, but he wasn't wearing socks. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I thought he was barefoot. Bro, they said, put some shoes on. He said, no, thank you. I'm out of here. Um, yeah, they, uh, th- that moose kill was nice. Stumbled right onto that. That was lucky as fuck. Yeah, that was weird. Um, Again, I'll keep mentioning this thing's stupid. Yeah. Why go? I I love that scene because he kills the moose and then he's like, "Fuck!" and he sprints back to the bus because he has to go get his notes on how to preserve big game. Oh yeah, and then he has to sprint remember, back to. Remember, he was about to shoot a moose and he didn't because their baby was mind him, behind yeah, him. Yeah, pussy. And he's like, "Oh, a child." So now he has morals. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah, he always had morals. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, no, he, he, he was a pretty sound moral guy. I mean, anybody who was around him, one guy was around him, wanted to make him his grandson. Another couple was around him, and it saved their marriage. Uh, no. Those parts were just so random to me, bro. I already asked about it, but the guy wanting to fucking adopt him, like, what was that? I, I just think those scenes, more than anything, were trying to display to you that he had a good effect on people. Like, he had a very easygoing nature, and the easygoing nature uh, that he portrayed in his life was, like, a thing that infected other people who otherwise would have been, like, you know. But I don't know, though, because with Jane and Rainey, it was a more, like emotional level. The old guy made a very good point. Remember when he was like, you seem like a very bright young man. Uh, you don't want to, remember he was like, you don't want to do something with your life. We get a job, continue your education, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, do something. I don't remember what his answer was, but I was like, yeah, you'd think that'd be the case. Yeah. You want the college to do this? I mean, it's definitely not, you Oof. know, what would be considered ideal, that's for sure, but Cooking. Yeah, he he's been cooking a lot since he got to the Nets. Shout out Mikhail mm. Bridges. Shout out Mikhail Bridges. Shout out Mikhail, Mikhail Brooklyn Bridges. Um, but uh, the scene where he met Kristen Stewart's character was really weird. I wonder um, how old she actually was. 
it was really weird because they suggested that he walked over there. And then she just walks over to him. Just Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he's yeah. like, you should go so you talk, should to, talk her. to her. And then she comes over and there. And she just walks over to them. Like, and it's like, quiet the whole time. Yeah, that was about the, to walk to blah, blah, blah. Do you want to come? That was the only thing in the directing, editing, or writing that I was like, what? That part. What? Because <laughs> before that, wasn't... That's the part I remember. That's the part where I thought, oh, girl was trying to fuck him. Jesus. Because before uh, Christian Stewart's character came over there, yeah, he was, like, talking to her. And, like, she was just being real, like, you know, friendly. And, like, she had gotten, clo- she had gotten close to him at one point. He got close to her at one point and said something. I don't remember what it was. Right. But he was, like, really close to her. Yeah. And then after that is when, like, that whole thing happened. So I was like, what was it then? I was so confused. Yeah, I, 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 and you know, what I said earlier is, is my guess of what it is. Just like she saw some, like she saw him and Chris. Yeah. And that was like the main driving force behind that. Um, but, you know, I, I, I also enjoyed that they left that open. I left. I enjoy that they live. They leave these like friendships and these encounters up to interpretation. As far as like, you know, you can interpret whatever this relationship meant to either person, however you would like. Because um, I feel like even me and you have, you know, different interpretations of like what these, what these relationships meant. Yeah. To the story or whatever. Yeah. So, I definitely think you're trying to fuck him. Well, I don't. I'm not disagreeing with that though. Oh. I I think it was definitely alluded to. Mm-hmm. I just don't think. I don't think it was like. I don't know. Who was uh the the actor actress who played that one? Who was that? Um, I do actually know. Her from her something. Stuff, I know her from something else from recently, and I yeah, was like beating myself up for not knowing where she was from. But I will look it up in one second. Um, I'm just gonna read a note out. Um, I don't think the old man giving him a giving them a tour was an actor, because he felt so genuine. Uh, the bit about love and God. The the guy that was giving them the tour of like when Kristen Stewart and him went for a walk, oh, okay, uh, yeah, and they yeah. go on that tour, and there's that older man, and he's like talking to him oh, about yeah. you know oh, like yeah. love and God and stuff, and he's like showing him around. I, I'm pretty sure that's just a guy, and they asked him, "You want to be in a movie?" <laughs> like I am uh, almost it sure of it. The way that he was just acting, he felt so free. Mm-hmm. There's so many times where an actor just, like, is overdoing everything. Yeah. That's, I enjoyed Zach Galifianakis's tiny little role. One, because I love the guy. But two, because well, as an actor. not I don't know him as a person. But I love him as an actor. And uh, his part was so simple. But he just put that tiny little accent on it and didn't overplay it at all. Mm-hmm. He... he played it really, really low-key, and that's what made it so much better. Because it sold the character as being, like, a quiet, low-key guy. Not being like, oh, 
Oh, hey there. He could have very easily gone for, like, the, oh, hey, Sue. Like, you know, type of accent. Oh, hey, Sue. He could have very easily thrown that in. But mm-hmm. he went for a very straightforward and real impression thing. And that was that was made that cool. And I feel like that's what made the, the tour guy cool. Um, Jan. Catherine Keener. She was recently... Uh, oh, she was in the Forty Old Virgin. That's what she's from. That I know her from. Okay, well, that's where I know her from. She's the, she's the, uh, love interest. Is she in Step Brothers? She's the love interest in female or the Forty Old Virgin. She is the mom from Get Out. Oh. Okay. Yeah. She's the mom. Gosh. She she says sink into the floor. That was her. She had more lines in that on her. Yeah, but that's the big line in the movie. That's all she did in that movie, bro. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. Yeah, she was she was really good at psychology. Um, can you hold for seven minutes? Yes. Okay. So. Oh, it's over. <laughs> It'd be like that when you watch the net. Um, oh, I meant on us. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, when I looked up, you got the score, so I was like, Dude. "Hey!" And we just lost the game. So two zero. It'd, it'd be like that when you're in that. <laughs> anyway, uh, I thought Jan and Rainey's characters were cool because it was a gateway for Alex to finally understand his parents. Um, because they were kind of, like, giving him, you know, like, a reality check before he actually finally went to Alaska, because they don't think they, I feel like they grew to, like, love him as a son type of thing, and I don't feel as though, even though there was, like, sexual tension, as we discussed, I also feel that, that Rainey kind of saw him as a son, and so... Yeah, that definitely was very prominent as well. So that, I think was really, really instrumental for him to, like, finally kind of see his parents' uh, like point of view. But I still think he was just so far past being reasoned with. I, I just don't... I don't. Yeah, think he was clearly determined, bro. That's another thing. I'm like, I commend him. That's what, I commend him for being that determined to do that and to, like, make that happen because he wanted to. And he's like, hey... He's like, I'm going to Alaska. Like, yeah. nothing is stopping me from doing it. And whatever comes in between is just like, fuck it. Right. The determination is fucking bar none. Balls to the walls. Dude, literally, bro. Um, like, I can see why he was like, obviously, he, they said he's like a smart kid. Like, I mean, I see, I saw some of those aspects in that. Yeah. You know, he's just very flawed thinking. Yeah, it was just also disguised in a pretension and mm-hmm. like a uh, just the way he carried himself and, yeah. and just a an odd an odd uh, personality for sure. Like someone like him, I said earlier. Like I definitely we would we couldn't have been friends because like, <laughs> like bro, like he would have been that friend. It's like even for like. No, bro, I'm, uh, I'm doing this. Like, I'm like, are you fucking serious, bro? Are you here yourself? Off the podcast, I'll tell you who it reminds me of. Um, <laughs> I'm going to turn the camera on and tell it. <laughs> just say what you say. Yeah. 
Bro, don't expose me like that. <laughs> it's not gonna make the edit. It, it's not gonna make the edit. Just say it. Then. What are you gonna put it in the edit? I could. I could literally hijack your computer, bro. You, bro, you and I shit. see it sitting there sometimes. <laughs> I bro, can open that shit up. Bro, you wouldn't do shit. You, you, okay, you gotta put the video on my computer, then load it onto my editor, and then you gotta put it in, edit it in, and then... Blah, like, blah, 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 blah. You blah, don't blah. even know the app. You don't know what I know. It would look How bad. How do you know? You don't know what I, I know. I bet it would look bad. You don't know too. what I know. I bet it would look bad. Too. You look fucking bad. I bet it would look bad. Anyway, um... I'm bad. <laughs> I'm bad. Shimon. Okay, talk about getting copyrighted. Uh, we, <laughs> uh, we finally watched a movie about a person with a, at bare minimum decent morals. How refreshing. <laughs> hey, what did we watch? Taxi driver. Taxi driver. Uh, airplane. Gone girl. Gone girl. <laughs> yeah, he had an okay moral compass. Like, he, was, he beat he his was wife. Good. Did he beat her? Yeah, he hit her a few times. Oh, shit, I don't remember that. Yeah, he, he I, ra- I was listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about Affleck's career, and they were like, he's like a lovable guy. And, and then uh, the other host was like, well, except for when he like beat her in those scenes. I don't think he was very <laughs> lovable then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't remember <laughs> that, but I also know he probably, yeah, he probably did. He's but like, she okay. was fucking crazy. And the guy was like, okay, 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 you know, lovable, like maybe empathetic. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you, you got a point there. But anyway, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I thought that encouragement scene was really sweet between um, Mr. Franz and uh, and Chris. Um, I have a quote in here that says, What more can the heart of a man desire? I'm going to guess I enjoyed that quote because I wrote it down. Uh, I don't remember what that's in reference to, but that's a pretty cool quote. (laughs) Um, He is starting to realize he needs a sense of community in order to feel happy. I I think that's just me. God, I wish you would have remembered that earlier. Helping, yeah, for real. That's a weird thing to realize once you get to the Denali. Uh, but you know, especially when you're meeting all these people on the way there, you're like, I'm having so much fun meeting all these new people, so I'm mm. gonna go be alone in the woods. It's like, I... Because this is the answer. I don't know if those... It's like, two plus two equals seven, my guy. Uh, I thought the man that played Franz was a good actor. Um... And then, yeah, just, like, everybody always misses him a lot. They're always, like, I'm going to miss sad. you a lot. When, that was sad. When they, when he, whenever he's, like, going off, they're always, like, fuck. That part, too, that, that's You're so leaving? sad. And he just is, like, bro, you grow up, like, you, you, you grow up with your sister, like, your parents, whatever, they were, how they were, and, like, you go to college, and blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, damn, bro, you lose your, what's his little sister or his sister? You lose your brother in yeah. general at 23 because he wanted to do something different. Like, right. it's not even like he, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I even know. mean that, too. Like, I don't, I don't even mean that with his immediate family. I mean that with, like, everyone. Yeah. Like, with people he meets on the road, too. Everybody he, he's ever meet, met in his life he it's, it tends to time. meet. Yeah. it's Maybe it's one of those people where, like, his life was meant to be that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just a I fart in the wind. 
Just a, sorry, no, just a touch in the wind, like Kurt Cobain, kind of. Or it's just like, I'm here for 27 years, and I'm going to put some art into the world that's actually going to literally change rock music. And then, it hasn't uh, died, it but I hate the attention that I get from it, so goodbye, everybody. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so, it's so, the human mind is a fragile place. Um, and his breakdown was really tough to watch. Watching him fucking starve to death was really hard to watch. Dude, that shit was crazy. Um, I'm a softy, so the end of the movie made me cry a lot. Um. I walked in on him crying. Did you? Yeah, I remember. I walked out of her. I don't remember you seeing me crying, but. That's I didn't. Funny. I heard you sniffling and I was like, are you crying? You're oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do remember that. Um, I thought the last scene was really good. Um, and I walked in right when it was done. Yeah, right at the end of the movie as the credits. I like the, the the song at the end, like that was playing out while like you know the screen, whatever. Like yeah. that song, I really liked. Really enjoyed how I'm they landed. Dying. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> okay, I gotta go pee. Into the wild. All right, he's gonna go, but we're gonna be right back. Yeah. Um. The last scene in this movie was really cool, and I thought uh, we should put that. We're going to be looking at the list. (laughs) We're going to be looking at the list um, when we come back, and we're going to be uh, rating this movie uh, against the other movies that we've watched, so stick around for that. It's probably going to be another... uh, We haven't done the themes yet, so it's probably going to be another 10 minutes or so, so... Thank you um, for sticking around this far. If you have, stick around just a little further. Okay, we're just going to... I'm going to run through the themes really quick. We're not really going to talk about them because we just talked about the movie for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to... Look at my themes real quick. Oh, you guys are going to see how I write my lists. Isn't that fun? Isn't that nice? That's a lot of FBI agents. <laughs> yeah, stupidly, is all you'll see. Okay, I have childhood angst, loneliness, regret, trauma, belt tightening, uh, man versus society, capitalism, and the effect it has on the individual, on the individual circle of life, coming of age, cons- uh, companionship as salvation, death, inevitable or tragedy, and then uh, facing reality. Uh, and that was that was the themes that I came up with. Isn't belt tightening like reduction in spending or something? Oh, I just meant like he kept tightening his belt throughout the whole movie. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you meant like actual belt tightening. Uh, no, no. I mean, if you want to think about it that way, it's a good... I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Oh, shit. That would also be a good enough way. He's kind of good, honestly. Bro, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen him in that Um, okay. Uh, this is your movie. What was your rating for this movie? Yes. Six and a half. Six and a half from Daniel. Not your cup of tea. I hear you. I realize I picked it, but (laughs) yeah, I went with an eight. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was pretty good. This was the first one where, like, like, and that's fair. And this is like. I remember us talking about this in the first episode, where we were like, what if there's a movie we don't like? And I was like, well, that's kind of... I don't think there has to be fun. Yeah, I don't uh, me and Trevor did not like Casino Royale very much. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, the pod is basically me and Trevor <laughs> kind of talking shit about Casino Royale. <laughs> we gave it like a, like we both gave it like six and a six and a half. But oh. like, at the end of the day, oh, I just wrote Trevor's name because I was talking about him. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it's still well made. So you kind of have to give it credit for that. Mm -hmm. Um, but well written, eh. (laughs) you know, uh, is that the movie with Johnny Depp? Yeah. That'll be next week. My, um, my, I was going to say my roommate, my friend Angelo, he sits next to me at work. He just finished reading that book. Mm -hmm. I wanted to read the book as well. I was actually looking at it, um, on the internet yesterday. (laughs) You guys heard of it? The, inter- the, the internet? Um, yeah. Anyway. <sighs> we have been finding new films this week. We found Into the Wild. Uh, I need to go find some new mics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I need to find some new mics. Um... But I appreciate anybody who has watched the podcast visually this far. I appreciate anybody who listened on audio this far. Uh, you're kind of weird, but thank you for doing it. Um, I don't want to feel you. But, uh, oh, also, this movie, um, if you can't see it because I frame the, the podcast so bad, and if you're listening on on audio, this podcast comes in at uh, at number nine uh, out of thirteen that we've watched so far, uh, right under Assassination of Jesse James, and right above Daughters of the Dust. So, uh, if you were wondering, um, I'm also moving around the Sean Penn title card there. Anyway, uh, so yo, question? Yes. We don't have to watch it separately, I guess. Can we do Maxine at some point? Yeah, Maxine Maxine has started filming. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'll show you some set photos when this when I turn this off. But, uh, yeah, set photos have been coming out of Maxine. Looks real good. Uh, honestly, it's just her in, like, a jean, <laughs> in a jean outfit. But, uh, you know. I'm I'm just so excited for the whole thing that I really it could just be like a picture of rocks and I'd be like that looks good honestly <laughs> they're doing they, it right they're doing it they're doing the damn thing I did see a quote today where she says she's approaching it as if it's like a superhero movie um interested to see what that is all about but uh hey, yeah. I don't know Flo Millie I should go fuck with Flo Millie all right shout out Flo Millie um. I'll agree. Uh, yeah, uh, so next week we're doing Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas with Chris, and then the week after that we're going to be doing, I think it's Zach's turn. Uh, we were going to do the Super Mario Brothers movie. Not going to work out that way. Um, so it looks like we're going to be watching 65 with Adam Driver. Also came out this year. Um, yeah. Uh there's more movies coming after that. I don't know them off the top of my head, but I don't really want to go searching for the list. So uh, you will see them in due time. Um, but thanks for watching again. I appreciate everyone. 
Um, go subscribe, like, go follow us on Instagram, both of us, the channel, the the whole podcast, uh, and that's it. That is all I am obligated to say. The person, huh. the person with the gun next to my head, has actually lowered an L, so I'm I've completed my task. So uh, we're we're gonna leave. Follow me on Instagram. Shoot in your city. Bye.